Today's episode of the Roma Press Podcast is presented by BetUS. The international break is over and football is back. Visit BetUS.com to get the very latest odds throughout all of Europe's biggest leagues, including Serie A, the Premier League, and La Liga. You can also visit romapress.net slash bet to claim your 125% sign-up bonus. Again, betus.com or go to romapress.net slash bet. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Gian Solano and Andy Mattioli. Oh my goodness. Hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. We couldn't wait until Monday, Andy. This couldn't wait. Emotions are still running high, admittedly. I am still on cloud nine. I am still reliving in loop. The pass of uh, Spinazzola to Paolo Dybala, and Dybala smashing it past the senior uh, citizen, Samir Handanovic. Everything about yesterday between Roma and Inter was Nirvana. I don't even know where to start. So obviously we are here at less than 24 hours after, or no, right about 24 hours, depending on what you're listening to this, after Roma... They win at the San Siro, a much-needed victory. And I said before the match, I wasn't going to call this one decisive. I hate when that word is kind of tossed about, particularly this early. And just because it's a, a big matchup between two big teams, it's always, it's always labeled as decisive, which, I don't know, there's something about um, in the Italian media, we, we just... We use that much more loosely than I think the rest of Europe. But anyway, Roma earn a much-needed victory, a massive three points. And Andy, for for me, this there's a lot of uh, a lot of things we can point to from this result. There's a lot of positives that come from this. I think above all, though, for me at least, the biggest thing that Roma gained from this beyond three points, of course, is tearing down sort of a, a mental wall because we uh, we have heard about it. Uh, even Tiago Pinto talked about it uh, with the zone in the pre-match about how Roma, they struggle in these big matches, particularly away. They really haven't won many in the last few years. How do they get over that? And they go out and they put in a performance which I don't know how you viewed it, but I viewed it as them doing the exact opposite as they did against Atalanta. Not many goal-scoring opportunities. The few that they did, they were concrete. They were decisive. They made Inter pay. Inter hitting the post. You have Dzeko offside. Roma made them pay exactly as Atalanta did to Roma before the international break. So that's my take from it. Where do you begin with this entire thing? Because I I just, there is so much that is immensely positive from this, that there's really no wrong place to start. 
Well, it, it all uh, it all comes down to how uh, how the players entered the pitch and what the what the mentality was like there behind the scenes. Um, the fact that yes, you were able to to demolish a mental wall that had been there for the past five and a half years, which is how long it's been since we've last won uh, with Inter uh, at the San Siro. Um, and that's that's saying something. That's a long time ago. We had still Luciano Spalletti, Rajan Eingolan with the brace. Um, yeah, that was that was that was a long time ago. And and we've seen a lot of games at the San Siro, and we've seen uh, different shades of Roma across the years. But usually, we would encounter a team that felt maybe out of place, felt uh, or looked. Um, out of its comfort zone, um, looked troubled, uh, kind of fearful and scared of the circumstances. And mm. yesterday, yeah. it, it it wasn't the case. Yesterday was 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 there was a team that knew what they were up against. They knew the in advance what kind of crowd, what kind of welcoming they would get. And I think a lot of them were playing with a chip on their shoulder. You know, mostly. We, we can point to Paolo Dybala, who runs in front of Inter fans, pointing to his own shirt, like, uh, you yes. know, like, uh, yes. look, look what you missed out on, you know. And, yes. um, and, and, but, but the whole idea of this team, you know, as we said before the game, this was, this is, a, this was a difficult moment for both teams. For both teams were going into this match, not really knowing what, what kind of situation awaits them uh both teams really plagued with a lot of question marks i think roma more so um just based on on the fact that yes they've they're creating a lot but they can't really get any results out of that and and inter plagued with injuries and and sort of complete lack of form lack of mental strength and and we saw that we saw a team overcome uh that that those mental challenges that any game of this caliber, you know, uh, poses, and and the other one, the Inter in this case, crumble. We saw them crumble. We saw Inter take the lead, look, you know, initially convincing on their own home turf, and then Roma just just um, absorb whatever Inter were ready to give them, which wasn't much, and then Roma. Finally, we were able to put in a performance that was more pragmatic than usual. It was a performance where you really made out, made the best of what you had, um, aside maybe from a Tammy Abraham shot, which was went straight at oh, Andanovic. Oh, brutal! Oh my yeah. gosh! Um, and, and also, I, oh and gosh. also, the, in the beginning, you had those uh, two chances that when then then were ruled off the, because of the foul of Spinazzola on Dumfries. Uh, but again, in those two instances, yes, you could argue that was the oh the same old Roma from the previous games, and rightly so. But but uh, again, it's um that just show that just goes to show how important it is to have individual quality on the pitch mm, yeah. because you know Paulo Dybala who who is able on the first touch just make make that look so easy, um. You know, it's, we don't see that so often, and no. and then the the second goal is is again is such a team effort. You know, it's it's Gianluca Mancini goes looking for the ball in, in the opponent's half, and and Edin Dzeko 
uh, well, takes him down, drags him down. And and then you have uh, Lorenzo Pellegrini with a beautiful, beautiful uh, cross. Fantastic delivery. And and you had three players who could have taken the, the same header that Smalling was, because that's, again, that's how the team was prepared. I mean, you look at that. that okay, if Smalling doesn't head that, Ibanez does. If, if Ibanez doesn't head that, Zaniolo does. It's that simple. The, the team was ready to make the best of that opportunity. And uh, and that was really the difference. The difference is that Roma in this game, they really took it. Uh, they understood that they cannot succumb to pressure and they did not. You could see that Inter were a bit uh, nervous and, and, mm-hmm. and testy. You know, after, after Roma got the equalizer, um, Simone Inzaghi and his team just didn't look convincing enough. And it, meanwhile, Roma just grew into the game. They they grew uh, as the game progressed despite uh Dybala going down which at first I was I was about to have a heart attack when that happened and Same, and, yeah. and and yeah. then Pellegrini goes down and again another heart attack and uh and so after you know after I had all the defibrillators and and the the paramedics come over and 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 do the <laughs> job for me I could enjoy finally Madi Camara just blasting a, a, a shot from a, 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 a free kick that was like 45 meters out. And right. uh, I mean, I thought he was possessed. <laughs> he was possessed. He, he goes in, he get he, he, Tommy Abraham almost uh, slices his leg in half, um, goes out, goes back in, takes another two, three shots on goal I mean, the man was the on a mission. The one towards the end killed me with him. <laughs> I mean, he could have set up a picnic. He yeah. could have uh, eaten, eaten some pa- yeah, yeah. Uh, pasta. Yeah. I, uh, like, was... I felt that was, that would have been, like, the breakthrough he needed. But No, but yeah, it was I, great. I mean, it was yeah. funny. It was funny and great. It, it just it showed, again, that there are some players here that still want to prove something. I thought also... Um, Belotti, who who exactly goes out and yes. takes that foul, yes. you know, there were moments where, and and here's the other thing is that because I saw a lot of comments about how Roma, you know, they didn't play, but when they chose to to make to make something out of out of whatever they had of the, the possession they had, think of of the action that that leads to uh, that first. Uh, Dybala shot that then was ruled off because of, of uh, Spinazzola's foul on Dumfries. I mean, the way the team moves on that occasion, the way they pass the ball to each other, it, with such ease, they cut through the opponent's half right and put put Dybala right in front of goal. Um, again, it just shows that this team is capable of, of playing really good football whenever they choose to. Uh, I think that this game, they did well in order to balance... The, the fact that you're playing against a very strong opponent, you're not playing at home, uh, and uh, you don't know really what Inter are made of. I think, I think for the majority of the first half, Roma were testing Inter. They wanted to mm, find yeah. out what they're made of because it's it's one thing to prepare uh, for the Inter that we had seen prior to the international break. You never know. In, international break is a great moment for teams to sort of gather the, their strengths and, and you know, sort of restart on a, on a, on a better note. Um, and Roma did an excellent job of reading the opponent and then slowly making the best of, of what they had to offer. And, and they knew exactly what their strengths are. If you look at that second goal, there is no doubt 
that that Roma are are in an advantage in that situation. Inter had no chance to defend that goal. It was yes, Grinia was, was in no man's land. No, 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 and and it was just it was perfect. It was beautiful. First goal as well. If you look at how Pellegrini just sucks in the defense, Bastoni and Di Marco commit to him and leaving Dybala wide open. So th- there are those instances where for anybody that sort of questions the you know the 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 team's uh, technical ability and also just uh, tactically how they play Th- those are beautiful instances of beautiful football where roma really um show you what what they're capable of well i think a lot of what we saw was very reminiscent in my opinion at least the first 20 minutes i thought inter took a very similar approach to as they did all of last season do we remember they came out uh, full guns blazing, trying to bury, and successfully doing so in two of the matches at least, uh, burying and uh, putting the result out of reach within, what, the first half an hour? The w- the first match, it was 3-0 to zero mm-hmm. in the first half. Yes, it was and over, then, right over, yeah. Right, right. And that, and listen, they, I thought that's what they tried to do yesterday evening. You see Jekyll get his opportunity, it's ruled off. They were coming out uh, full guns blazing. Again, pedal all the way to the floor. Roma did well to uh, to absorb. Uh, I thought there was a very distinct uh, change in mentality after 25 minutes to half an hour. I thought there was a very clear shift in motivation and the way they applied themselves. Uh, I mean, obviously, after DiMarco scores that goal, which our friend Mads, he he may have been um, one of the patrons, Mads. He has been on the uh, Louis Patricio potentially being washed up train. I think I think he got on the train far too early. He's been roaming about Eastern Europe. But when I see goals like that, um, I allow him to take those victory, those victory laps. Louis Patricio has to say that first goal, yeah? I, I think we would agree on that. I think, well, yes, but you, you see how um, you see how he commits to just going the other... He did, yeah. like, he clearly read the situation wrong. There was... Uh, it completely took him off guard. You can see that he's already committing to, to diving to the left and only afterwards he has enough strength to dive to the right. And the, the shot wasn't even powerful, but just that one split right. second of, of, of hesitance. And, and that was it. I mean, obviously, um, there are games where this is going to happen. Uh, Rui Patricio is not Superman. He's not Alison Becker. Um, so there are instances where he he wasn't able to make the difference. Yesterday, probably it's, it's one. Um, Okay, but so you are not getting aboard the train with our friend. No, Madsen I'm not getting aboard. I, I called him. I've called him. No. Uh, he fulfills his namesake when he does that. I, I think it's crazy to even discuss Louis Patricio at this moment. No, we don't. Or we this season. No, we can't. Uh, I I do believe that this is going to be sort of like a... I think this is like... It is it is setting up to be Patricio's, I think, last year at Roma. Um, mm. But we can get into that in some other time, some other, you know... in. in Five, oh, six that's perfect time. international break discussion. No, yeah, but for, but uh, but the but the December. thing is exactly. Let, let us talk about that then. But but uh, no, I think in this and and mind you, um, I, listen. The, the 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 if you if we look at Roma's recent sort of track record and and we look at oh man how many goals they've conceded. I mean, but but some of the 
some of the goals they've considered were so so stupid and also just yes. so out of the blue yes. that you can't really even blame most of the time neither the defense nor the goalkeeper. It's 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 weird, but it's true. Like if you come if you come up with a compilation of all the goals that Roma conceded so far this season, it's uh, it's mind bending the fashion that they've, they've allowed that to happen. But yesterday, going back to the the, the game is another example of how dominating Roma can be defensively as well. It's not mm. we I I don't know where the the idea that Roma are defensively crap came about. I realized that maybe Gianluca Mancini is not the sexiest defender and that he uh makes a lot of, you know, just weird decisions uh in in weird moments and and sometimes Ibanez sort of gets lets the inexperience get the, the best of yeah. him and sometimes you know oh chris smalling even chris smalling came but man these guys have been on it for the most part of this season and ibanez especially has shown such maturity and yesterday you had uh, smalling just uh, turning probably the, the best version of him it's it's one of those yesterday Phenomenal. was one of, uh, yeah. another one of those games where you just like uh, you put it into the catalog um, for the ages, because I, I really, for, I can make an argument that Smalling is Roma's best defender in I don't know how long. Okay, on his good day, he's really. I mean, it's it's uh, top of the list for for this century. Top of the list. Oh, absolutely. That is something I expressed in the chat when uh, when this subject was brought up. Let's take a quick break first, and we will return to that. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Somebody posed this in the patron chat. If we just take, like... The, the majority of uh, the lifetimes of our patrons, which uh, most of them are, are at least 20 years of age and older. So if we do, if we just take like the last 25 years, he, he certainly has to be top five. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the full body of work, I don't. Yeah, I don't, has to I don't, be. And Roma have had some have, have had some good names. Uh, yeah, Juan, you know, maybe not Samuel. great collective defenses, but gr- great individual names there. But but Smalling on a, on his on his best day, healthy Smalling. Uh, when when asked to, I mean, anytime there is an important like a, a game against an opponent where you really have to beware, he's right there. He's yes. he's on top of it. There is no there, there there is not a moment when you have a big game and Smalling doesn't show up. Smalling always shows up for it, and it's it's unbelievable the 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 level of clarity that he maintains throughout the ninety minutes. He's he's so present. He makes yes. his presence felt. He is really. Uh, it's undeniable how important he is to the team because yesterday, yes, you're allowed to bring the result home. Because of his goal, but the work, just the work, and and d- didn't matter who was coming at him, whether it was Jeco, Lautaro, Martinez, Correa, Mkhitaryan, he was always there, always, everything, every ball was his, it just so physically imposing and 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 important in his leadership, and you can see just yes. the the respect 
that 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 he brings out you know it's it's unbelievable to have i don't really i don't think that people realize how how good he's been um and again i want to emphasize that roma's defense this season if you if you if you look at the whole body of work if you don't just look at the number of goals conceded and then you focus on on those compil- weird compilations of uh, one of my least favorite pages on twitter which is uh, roma nightmares or something which uh, i just detest um but but if if you if you really uh, look at the growth th- that that these defenders have done and the work they've been doing together for I mean, since they've been together, so what? So all three of them have become regular starters for Roma in I believe 2019, 20, so more like 20, um, probably. Uh, you know, over over the last two and a half years, almost three years, uh, you know, it's uh, it's unbelievable how 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 much how much they've grown, and and how much the the defense has improved in a lot of aspects yes. and how a lot of the times the games that you win and the games that you you really show up and and impress everybody are the games where the defense works best so it's not we know it's it's unbelievable how how the, the so much attention is always and i guess that's modern day football as well but so much attention is placed on 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 attacking football and and it's our you know the the whole storyline of the summer was oh the fabulous four right the, oh the, you have tammy abraham dibala pellegrini and zaniolo wonderful but um, now that the, the these the fabulous four are sort of short of of dibala you know sort of uh, not really making the cut for most impressive attack. You don't hear about you know you don't hear about uh, Smalling being one of the best defenders in the league. You don't hear about Roger Ibanez being one of the better uh, defenders in the league, and that, that's disappointing because I think the yeah, storyline no, right anything, here is. We have, yeah, I mean, if anything, we have to hear about how these guys are somehow overrated, which to me overrated. Is yes, yes, overrated, and whenever the team loses, it's their fault, but. Notice how the, the the games were. You can really say, "Oh, Roma were the better side," and the games were where where it matters most. I mean, even think about the fi- the Conference League final. It's the defense. The defense right. becomes right. the backbone of this team. That's where we've come. It, 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 look at the the trajectory of that from the early Fonseca days, where the defense really was not. The strong suit, and we often could come here and say, "Oh, the attack is flowing, but the defense, oh, so crap." But here, when we win and we win in convincing fashion, the defense is at the core of that victory. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt in that. I, I think that they have been the backbone of this Roma, at least of the Roma of Jose Mourinho. I, I, I think Roma, as we have seen. I mean, look at. Look at Andy. You compare a performance like that of last night to one in the first half of last season. The one that always sticks out to me is like Fiorentina, where, I mean, even against 10 men, Roma gashed and torn about wide open by a 10-man Fiorentina. It's just a completely different complexion to this team. I, I wonder, too, what you think about, for some of these uh some of the players that we might have expected to play like Tammy Abraham or Belotti 
neither of them start. I, I think all of us were probably shocked uh, when Jose Mourinho released, uh, released his uh, official starting formation. Almost undoubtedly, nobody had uh, Paulo Dybala, uh, Zaniolo uh, with Pellegrini behind. On top of that, too, and I knew this is this will be a, a topic of conversation as the season progresses and continues, and rightfully so. I do understand it, but you talked about the under discussion of um, of the defense and Smalling too. Listen, that first twenty to twenty five minutes yesterday. Matic and Cristante were horrific, and I believe they would even admit to it as well. They were not present. They were spectators. They were not doing well. But have I, this is another thing that I just I don't think it goes noticed too often. Um, Matic, man, he may be he may be old. But man, does he provide some solidity that I, I just think goes far under discussed beyond uh, and beyond those guys too. Celic, I thought was superb. Now I know Spinazzola, who he himself he struggled in the first twenty minutes. I thought Dumfries really was tearing him apart um, in the early stages of the first half. But I thought Celic was nothing short of superb. So. What do you make of some of the performances of the others? Because I, I, I thought that this, individually, you could say that person, you know, maybe a bit off the mark. Um, that person, like Louis Patricio. Um, Cristante, I don't think he was phenomenal. But I don't know. It just seems like this Roma has a lot of um, the guys we tend to discuss or tend to garner the the majority of the attention. Um, I'm not saying they don't make a difference, but I think there is a very clear difference when the guys who uh, are maybe not as quite popular to talk about, when they are the ones delivering, I think there is a very clear difference. And I, I think Matic and Celic, in my opinion, are the, the symbols of that sort of, uh, that sort of belief, because I, I think most would agree. The first 20 minutes, Roma, they were far behind, uh, far behind Inter. Um, but after that, I thought Roma were the much better side. I, you wrote the article about Simone Inzaghi after the match. It, was that typical crying Simone Inzaghi? I didn't know what he was trying to say. <laughs> what, 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 what was he? What was he giving at? Was that him just trying to pick up his team? What did you make of him saying we I dominated? I, Even yeah. Federico De Marco, we yeah. dominated. What yeah, did you it tell sounded, me? It sounded very bizarre, but it sounded like again a theme in distress, and I, I think um, uh, it, it just it. It doesn't. It doesn't really reflect the game. Whatever they said, you know, it, it's trying to pick up the team ahead of of a very important game against Barcelona. Um, there was clearly no dominance. I think uh, from any of the side. I think it was actually. I think it was a really nice balanced game. And um, I, agree. I agree. I have to. I have to say that I, it was better than what I expected. I expected something much more. You know, just uglier and and sort of uh, more physical and and dirty and and we instead it was it was a a pretty even game and um, 
and at the end of it, as you know, as we said before, and I think what the players pointed out as well is is it was a matter of belief, of belief of winning, and Roma found themselves in a situation where they just they they made it happen. Once the equalizer was in, they made it happen. They got to where they wanted to be. They said, "Okay, we got one." And this is this is where we we really have to show up and, and show our worth. And ultimately, that's one team believe more than the other. Uh, typically, that will get you the win. Once that happens, when, once your players start registering the situation and thinking, okay, you know, we are on top of this. We are the better side. If they believe that, and this team showed that they believe that because they just started to to work on a on a whole different level compared to the first 15 right. minutes Roma started to work just even without possession they were all over the pitch they were there they were present and um as you pointed out uh I think Nemanja Matic was very often if not always whenever Roma were trying to do something and something that that would make them dangerous in Inter's eyes. Nemanja Matic was always there to to sort of the big to start the action. Uh, mm, yeah. He's a player that you can clearly see that others look up to him, and so they look for him on the pitch. He's kind of he's, he's got that effect of uh, of of Kolarov. Remember when Kolarov was the, was the center of attention, and it, yes. every single ball was going through. Through his feet, the problem was that he was a left back. So it's not exactly the greatest of solutions when you have a left back. man. Come on. You know, that's and, your and, man. Yeah, that's what but he's got of the course, air off. Of course. That's that's another thing. Yes, Seduketa. I was trying to uh, make something more recent. And I think that was the color of and color of, I think, was too long. Oh, the point of reference. Seven years ago. Don't make it sound old. Gee, come on, man. What say the okay. you're okay, making it okay. sound old? We're well, not that. It is seven no, but, years. Come on. Yeah, well, seven years, almost eight. Okay, so it's, okay, uh, it's okay. still there. Are, we have you know we have some patrons that were probably underage then. So you have to understand. I'm oh, trying to, that, to protect oh, wow. the patronhood. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that it's nice to see uh, somebody like Matic just walk into this team and uh, immediately. Do what he's asked to do, and you can only, you. I mean, I I stay up on all nights just thinking about what it could have been to have him and Ginny Wijnaldum, you know, because those two yes. together create such a powerful tandem. Uh, just based on who Ginny Wijnaldum is and what he's capable of, that it it's just the beautiful complementary pieces i mean it just it it fits you know it's like a jigsaw puzzle it, it just fits it's beautiful it's beautiful it didn't happen hopefully it will happen someday um but uh, then again you have zeki salik who comes in oh why did tiago pinto didn't oh he's, he spent seven million he couldn't just pay 10 million for him oh, what's all this trouble for this Turkish player, and and then he goes in, and he's and he's great, and he does exactly what they're asking of him, and he just he makes you forget who Karsdorp is, and you don't know if Karsdorp alive or what, what what's happening there. But Zeki just walked in, and he's and he's making a difference, and he's making it look easy, and he's not giving you any problems. That's the thing is that you have somebody like Zeki Salik who's showing up, and maybe he's not outstanding, maybe he's not 
leading the t- team in assists. Maybe he's not putting his, 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 his guys in a situation to score, but he's always there and he doesn't make you think, oh, you know what? You know who's who was worse on the pitch? Zeki Salih. You know who made the most mistakes? No, he is there. He's bringing his experience. He's won the uh, the Ligue 1. He's he's good. He's a good player, and he and and he's doing his thing. That's what he, they were brought him in for. Um, and then it it's it it all comes down to who wants it more from the bench. And if you bring in somebody again, like did you see Belotti how he was fighting? He was given yes. like five minutes, and he was making the most of that. It was unbelievable to see, you know, somebody finally doesn't moan that he's getting, oh, he's getting five final minutes. Who cares about those, right? No, Belotti makes you rethink that statement. The final, the five final minutes are the most important time of the game. For Belotti, it was everything. The way he wins that foul, the way he just yes. runs his at output the ball. is unbelievable. Uh, it, it, it is unbelievable. The work rate on the guy. You, you, and and that's what you want to see. You, you want to see the Madi Camera, who was okay. I'm getting, I'm getting ten minutes at the San Siro. Fine, I'm gonna make them count. I'm, I'm making the most of this. Oh, Tammy Abraham decided to slice my uh, knee in half. That's fine. I'm gonna keep running. I'm gonna keep shooting. I'm gonna do anything it takes for Mourinho just to to rethink whether. Uh, I, I can't make the cut for a starting eleven against Real Betis, and and that's what it comes down to. That usually the, the wins, these wins, are are an accumulation of everything that is right with the team. And Roma showed resilience, belief in what they can do. They showed great dis- defensive presence and stability. They they uh, the the attack made the most of what they had, which wasn't much, but they made made it count. And you had the bench. That that was there. That made it, made its presence felt right off the bat. And and so once you you put all that together, and then you you have the prophet Salvatore Forti on the sidelines, yeah. you can't lose. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. can't lose. You're un, you're unbeaten. You know you can't lose. You you it's it's unbelievable. I mean it's uh, this is what it's all about. These are the types of games that really get your bomb, uh, blood flowing and uh, and make you believe that. This team is on the right path. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be flowery. It's not going to be pleasant. And, you know, we are not always going to win at the San Siro, but it was nice it happened, and it showed you that that we are on the right path. 100%. And before we go, I, I just want to get back to this because I... I hate these uh, because I, I made the mistake of watching the zone right after. I, I don't know. I, I think I'm just a glutton for punishment and things that I know I hate and are going to make me upset. I willingly indulge into them and subject myself to them. I think maybe I only do it just so I can talk about it here and vent. Um, but on the zone after, you hear this same uh, narrative that Simone Inzaghi uh, 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 moans out of his face hole, okay, at full time about how they deserved it. Uh, Inter were the, the much better team on the evening. And I just have to laugh because, mind you, this is also, this is also like the same program or, or, or this, the same abundance, the same channel where, Andy, they will tear Roma apart when they create 955 chances in a match, but they don't end up winning. Um, of course, uh, when, 
when Roma are on the other end of that, they uh, they are never given the proper credit by at least this uh, this group of pundits. But anyway, I was hearing much of the same, and I thought, okay, well, what am I missing here? Could it be the XG? Okay, I go and I look at the XG. Uh, no, Roma had the better XG. Okay, that's fine. Was it shots? Was there a huge discrepancy discrepancy in shots? No. Uh, wh- what was it? What am I missing that, you know, uh, supposedly uh, Inter bossed Roma? And I-, I can't see it. I can't comprehend it. I feel as if I watched an entirely different match than some others. Um, did you, like, I-, I know we just talked about this, but seriously, like, there was no glaring deficiency, in my opinion, in Roma's game yesterday. Maybe the first 20 minutes, yeah, but I don't know if that was necessarily having to do with quality or lack thereof. I think that was more so just an attitude adjustment. And once Roma really uh, got up and started to uh, you know, really apply themselves in the way that it looked as though Jose Mourinho wanted them to play, I thought Roma were by far the better side. So I... It's one of those instances where you see this discussion of something that feels an entirely different universe than what you experienced. And I just find it interesting because you would think that the discussion from this one would be, wow, okay, Roma, they get constantly hammered about for not winning in the big matches. Here they go into the, into San Siro. They beat Inter um, away from home. It's a big match. Uh, the Scudetto favorites, they dropped them to their fourth league defeat. It's a huge result, Jose Mourinho's former side. And then all I see is instead of giving the proper credit to Roma, it is all about how Inter just threw this one away. And I I, I have tried, again, multiple ways to look at this, and I, I just can't comprehend that. I, ha- I I'm going to assume that you're along or or feel similarly to me unless you and i are blind stupid combination of both um i i feel as if i watched a different sport a different match may feel like i'm in a, a, a some sort of alternate universe than what i'm reading and seeing discussed well i think that you're never gonna get praised for winning a game like this um when you're playing away and and you play like we did, which was you know um, just do enough to win, and and we did that. And it it's not as simple as it sounds. It takes a lot of effort. You could see, I mean, two players walked off the pitch with cramps. Uh, you you are it's it's easier to get on the head you know on the headlines and get praised when you when you win and. Six to one or something the way like that. Milan and did yesterday, like me, like Milan did yesterday, where um, got a result out of a crappy performance. And with, with Roma, it works this way. But I think that the the most important thing is that the players know that it it pays off. It pays off to believe because too many times we've seen these same players doubt themselves. And like Cristante said after the game. Had it had this, you know, had we gone down uh, after twenty five minutes uh, last year, maybe we, we we wouldn't have come back from it. 
Mm. Um, perhaps we we would have just accepted the result as it was and just tried not to concede any more goals. Uh, that's more very very plausible uh, since if you look at at the first match last season, there was no no conversation there. It just was all Inter. So um, this time around, the team believed and and they it it paid off. It paid off. They see that believing and not giving up and also they are good enough despite what the what the rumors say despite the lists uh you know despite some somebody like chris malling again he, he is absolutely one of the best defenders in the league but he's never in that conversation and i have to wonder like at, at what point do you as a professional have to like remind yourself that hey you know i'm good I'm good. Right, this is good. Right. Like what we are, what what Roma are doing is good. Nobody talks about it. And I think fans are the first one to jump at it because the, you don't see it on the short term. If you focus on it on the short term, you don't see it. But really, I please, I beg anybody to go and see more or less this, this same team uh, start, or start under Fonseca or start in the first first month or two of, of Mourinho and it's a different team the differences are 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 obvious are obvious in how the team moves and how the team communicates um this is a different side we have had really bad games this season i thought like the ludogorets game was was uh, was uh, was ugly yeah, the Udinese yeah. game was was ugly but but again for just the oddest of reason i don't know it just feels like a a trip um but it's impossible to hide but overall, this is a team that is making steps forward. And a win at the San Siro is, is so important. When you consider it's been five and a half years, think about how many games have been played there since then, since February, I believe, 2017. How many games? And, and this team managed to, to break that spell yesterday and do so in a convincing, hard-fought fashion that completely checks all the little boxes in 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 Mourinho's long list of of things that this need, the team needs to get right if they want to right. become better. It, this is the game they want to keep rewinding and going back to because it will teach them a lot of important things uh, at the end of the season. Where if you, if you want to be good, if you want to be better, you should be at the end of the season fighting for trophies. And if they are in a position to do so, this is the game they should go back to and watch it and 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 draw inspiration from it. One hundred percent. Now, as we go, we have Roma on Thursday against uh, at home against Betis in Europa League. Then on Sunday, Roma home to Lecce. And then the following Thursday, away to Betis. And then the following Sunday, or I'm sorry, the no, following Monday, Monday, away to Sampdoria. Four matches. Um, the Europa League ones are going to be difficult, particularly away in Spain. But after beating Inter and the San Siro, this is sort of this always takes me back because I'm I'm forever going to be scarred by it after uh, Roma defeat Atalanta and then they go out and they lay uh, an absolute dreadful performance to Sampdoria. 
you have the Europa League match. Okay, that's fine. That's sore. That's somewhat stands on its own. And then you are at home to Lecce. I won't say you entirely wipe out all of the emotions and goodwill and positive feelings that you capture from this win yesterday if you don't win against Lecce. I won't say it all goes out the door, but a, a, a fairly good amount goes out the door. And this is where we're going to see if they've truly made strides, yeah? Because we saw what happened. Again, that match after they, I mean, they go to Bergamo and they put on a clinic, a clinic, huge victory. And then they come home and Andy, very rarely do I recall so vividly those uh, uh, December matches, because most of the time it's pretty dire football, but that one will forever haunt me. When Roma draw at home to Sampdoria after winning in Bergamo, it's sort of shaping up again. After winning at San Siro, now you come home next weekend, you face Lecce. This is where we are going to see if the growth is there, or this is another test to see if the growth is there at least. Um, they can't allow themselves a repeat of what they did last season again. After a big victory, you have to continue it. You, you, you can't allow yourself to rest on your laurels. That's my biggest fear, but I, I think they, will, they would have learned. They will certainly address it. it. Yes. I mean, it has to be, they have to address it. They have to realize the importance of winning at the San Siro also coincides with the importance of winning the following games against minor teams that you could take for granted very easily and you have done so in the past and yes. that's very uh, often uh, turned out to be your downfall um, because other teams don't do it or other teams that you want to aspire to um, don't do it and so they get ahead of you you you, you fall behind and and that's how the season goes and and uh, obviously this has to be followed up with 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 concrete results against these teams that that you know, I haven't um, haven't exactly done well so far this season with Gianpaolo just leaving Sampdoria a few hours ago. Um, it, He's it just has the to the Francesco group now. <laughs> no, yeah, it has to be. It has oh to be said goodness. that. Uh, well, Finished. yeah, but the problem is with Gianpaolo, he never played in Champions League. If you think about where Di Francesco is, man. Yes, uh, I. It just yes. it it haunts I know, me. That, that yes, thought haunts I know me continuously. That, I know, um, <laughs> I know it does. You bring that up every time I mention those two together. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, that's how it is. But ultimately, it, it has to be addressed. Um, there, ha- I have to imagine that there will be at some point a pep talk from Mourinho where he talks exactly about that, about the necessity to to. To carry on that same excitement, same work rate, same belief from a game like the San Siro. Because, hey, it's very easy to get motivated for a game at the San Siro. Very easy to get motivated to play against, you know, uh, suppose a title contender, a team that was often cited to be better than you. And it's, it's easier. But then when you have to go to Genova or you have to face a newly promoted side in Lecce, uh, that's when the motivation clearly has to drop 
And yeah. if you want to be the better team, if you want to be the team that then can is actually allowed to say, well, we got better. We be- look at us a year ago and look at us now. We got better. You have to you have to come up to this uh, to this game and and answer present. You ha- you have to say that you you're there. You have to show everybody that you're you, you're there and you're there to win. You're there to bring home a result because otherwise the uh, an impressive victory. Um, to enter at the San Siro is is meaningless. It's meaningless, and ultimately, again, you take one step forward, two step behind. You can't afford to do it. Um, I do believe that the Europa League is going to be a, sort of a, a challenge that mm, will, I think, will stress even further this this necessity to carry on uh, and and be consistent in your attitude and in your results. Um, because it will not a, a team like Betis will not allow you to lose focus, and hopefully the same then applies to the league games against the likes of Lecce and Sampdoria. Definitely, okay, everybody. We will leave it there. Thank you so so much for tuning in. We'll be late. We will return later in the week when uh, after the Europa League and ahead of the next league match against Lecce. So we will talk to you then. Until next time, ciao.